Hey, Julie. Hey, Dolly. Okay. Oh, so, oh you know, hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. That's right. Okay, we're in Clinton Hill, where I've never been before. But it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And I've never... I've never taken the G train, so I had to take the G train to get here, and it was, yeah, very pleasant experience. Well, so I'm glad that... Well, the G train is a lot better now, but I've lived off the G train for 12 years, so, like, it's, I don't mind. Okay, so you're used to it. I'm so used but to it. But it's only a Brooklyn line, right? Brooklyn like, to Queens. Queens, yeah. So but, that's like, why. cool... Pl- it's like Williamsburg and Greenpoint. It's like, you can get to cool places. It's okay. not like, like, Park Slope <laughs> and... I don't know. It just... It's fine. Yeah, no. It just gets a bad rap. Oh, poor G-Train. Well, I took it. It worked. Everybody, it worked. Yeah. You moved here, what, 12 years ago? 12 years ago, and I was 18 years old. From? Massachusetts. Central Mass. Okay. Right outside Worcester. And New York was just, like, always on your list of places that you had to move. Yeah. It was, like, it was New York or bust. All through high school, it was, like, I'm going to New York. And everybody knew, like, Julie's already checked out. She's going to New York. She's going to New York. And I knew that, like, I was going to school at Pratt. Or at Pratt or FIT. I was, like, I know it's going to be one of the two. I applied to both, got into Pratt, and was, like, I'm in. So I moved to New York when I was 18, and I stayed here. And that was it. And that was it. Okay, so what were you studying at Pratt? I was studying fashion design at Pratt. And then you started your own line of clothing. Well, so I started... Yeah, tell me the whole story. No, I want to hear the story. The the whole Katy Perry thing. The whole Katy Perry. The whole Katy Perry thing. So here we go. Welcome (laughs) to the the career of Julie Mallow. Uh-huh. So I was 20 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And I was... It was the summer between my sophomore and junior year, and I was home for summer vacation before moving back to the dorms. And I was scooping ice cream and babysitting and, like, doing the whole thing. And it was the summer that I Kissed a Girl came out. And I was like, oh, Katy Perry would love my stuff if she knew about it. So I went on her MySpace. No. Yeah. And I found her manager's contact information. Shot a random email after, like, coming home from ice cream. It was, like, 9 o'clock at night. And I was like, hey, I'm Julie. I think you'd love my website. Check it out. I'd been working on a line over the summer just, just because... Her stylist emailed me back that night, and Katie emailed me the next day. She was wearing my stuff on Warp Tour by Friday, and the following week, Katie was doing a show in Massachusetts, and I, when she emailed me, she's like, hey, I'm going to be in Massachusetts next week. I'll put you on my list. We met. I showed her sketches that would go on to be on the VMAs, the Today Show, Leno, all of that. So she started my career, and 10 years later, I'm taking those same shapes that I put all over those dresses, putting them on bags, and that's... The 10-year cycle of my career. That is so <laughs> cool. I didn't even know that part of your oh, yeah. story. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh my how God. I started. Cool. Yeah, that's that's my life. Wow, amazing. Okay, so, like, that's all. Right? It's like you just got to go for it. You have nothing to lose. Exactly. That's, like, my biggest thing. It's like, yeah. People are like, well, what if she didn't write me back? And I'm like, well, she wasn't right, mailing me yesterday. So, exactly. like, nothing, nothing is different. Right, but, then you wouldn't have heard back. But if she does, then it could be everything. Oh, my God. So, okay, so, right. Okay, so where are you now? Now with all of that so with Katy Perry well no with, with like your career because okay so I met you I don't even know like maybe we met so remember ago. it was the, when the Kylie pop-up shop was open the Kylie Jenner pop-up shop is that no there was right and then no there was like a you were at a little market right right next to it and yeah. I had gone to it that, that morning and you walked in with your Kylie Jenner makeup bag <laughs> and I was like I was just there and, that's so embarrassing and for me. And you were like, wait, this stuff is really cute. And I was like, hi, I'm Julie. <laughs> yeah, because you had like glitter and lips yeah. on everything. Yes. And I was like, yes, this is, I love this. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. It's it spoke re- to me. So I had a pop-up shop in Soho for five months. And then um, that was when I started kind of moving into accessories. So I had a line of clothing 
like after the, all the Katy Perry stuff, I did a lot of stuff for different pop stars, put a lot of shapes on a lot of dresses, really cute little frocks. I had a line of reversible retro clothing for a while and that was great. And I wanted to kind of bring it to more people. So I started doing pop-up shops around New York City. Did some pop-ups, wanted some accessories just to go with it and was like, you know, I just need one more thing that when people come in, they can just grab and go. It's something they don't have to think about, they don't have to try on. I had a bunch of extra vinyl, a bunch of extra glitter, some extra zippers, and I was like, let me try to make a bag. I had never made a bag before. And I made a couple, and they all sold out, and everybody wanted them. And I was like, huh. So I started making more. Uh -huh. And this was a little over two years ago. So in the two years, I've done about 16,000 bags. Oh my God. All, you're sitting there making them. Yes. They're me, couture. They're couture. Yeah. They're couture. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, but they're super fun and they've changed my life and they're incredible. And I love these little glitter clutches. So is that what you're known as now? And I'm is a bag that, lady. You're a bag lady. I'm a bag lady. A couch lady. Clutch lady. A clutch lady. Yes. Okay. You're a clutch lady. And is that where you see the future of Julie Malo going? 100%. I am 100% a bag company now, which is incredible to me. And if you told me that a couple of years ago, I never would have believed it. But, you know, and so many people are like, really? The clutches? And I'm like, the clutches have taken off in a way that I can't describe. They, you know, I'm in everything from sex toy stores. Like, I'm in all the Babelands and all of that. But I'm also in children's wear stores. And I'm, you know, in mom and pop shops. And I'm also in Neiman Marcus. Like, it's a little bit of everything. And it can kind of cater to any customer. And that's what's made it so universal. And totally. And if you're not looking at the bag, it's because you have a different shape on all of your different clutches. Right, exactly. What would be in a baby store? Um, So, like, I have mermaids and unicorns mm. and rainbows and confetti. And, like, the little girls go crazy. And you can be five years old and and use it as a pencil pouch for school mm -hmm. or you know you can walk into Babeland buy one with a vibrator on it or one that says a dirty word and you're like this is hysterical I'm gonna buy it for my best friend's bachelorette and then you buy it for that or you buy it to put your sex toys in like whatever you want to do I mean it's a bag it's just it can be anything you want right They're great makeup bags I just did a big makeup trade show and like that was great so it can kind of go anywhere it wants you also do the customized stuff are you still doing that yeah so custom I know Dolly has a dolly bag of course you were, one of, you were like to. an OG was I yeah you cool. were an OG you, yours is pink right it's, it was like the last piece of that vinyl you had yes. yes I haven't offered that pink for a long time I so loved it so you have it. like one of like five clutches ever that were offered in that color oh my god yes okay limited Limited edition. Limited edition. Love. Someday you can put that shit on eBay for... <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to say like, um, Julie Mala limited edition, That's light right. pink light glitter pink. People clutch. Like, oh my God, did you see the light pink one? <laughs> yeah, and it was it, the custom has been great. Custom is a huge business of mine. I do a lot of bridal and like bridesmaids and I mean, the amount of names that are in my name file, like that I have done is insane. Like every name, every oh, name. Oh, wait, so do you have like a template for a name? So and now everything is digital now. So like my machines cut all the names out and like all the names are done on Illustrator now versus by hand. Wow. So okay. you have a by hand OG pink gold. Oh, I was even the hand, the handmade, not even the, the digital no. made. You have OG OG. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, right. So now in your file, you have just a template of all these names. Yeah. And then you can go and find the name and yep. then reprint it. Well, and then, or I have to make it because I, I do everybody's name. So right. if I don't have it, I make it and then I can save it for later. Right. And then how does that process work? Like if somebody was interested in ordering it? Yeah. So if someone wanted to buy a custom bag for themselves or for a friend, you can go to juliemalo.com. There's a custom page on my website. 
and you can choose like do I want a shape on the front and back do I want a shape on the front do I want a name on the front do I want a name on the front and back do I want to add confetti you choose all of that in the drop down menus tell me what colors you want in the notes and then I make it so fun so fun. I've bought some for my friends oh, too that's right that's yeah, right yeah no they're the best yeah, like they're, they're so just fun. it's always fun to get a customized bag I know, for you a friend you saw me at story when yes. I did my customization yes session. I'm like a I'm a I'm a fan I come and I will totally yeah I like to blow up your spot thank you so much yeah what's some of your proudest work oh my gosh my proudest work I mean, I wouldn't be here now had I not gone through the last 10 years. So, like, obviously I'm proudest probably of the Katy Perry stuff. And of I work with um, a YouTuber named Megan Nicole. And the work that I did with her, a lot of that influenced the bags that I have now. And I'm very proud of some of those dresses. They're really cute and they really, like... Like, even though the product is different now, the brand is still the same and the, the style is still the same. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm really proud of being able to translate everything that I've done over the last 10 years into a, a single product that's affordable for everybody now. Mm-hmm. So I love the dresses. Right. That's so nice to look back and just say, whoa, all of those, you know, mm-hmm. shitty times even yep. and all of that little oh, I, work. I couldn't have done any of like it, it had to go in that way. And I it's hard to see that when you're in it. But looking back on the last 10 years, like I needed every like high and low to be in there to be where I am now. If I had started out doing these bags 10 years ago, the story wouldn't have been there. I wouldn't have had any of the cute dresses behind it. It wouldn't have translated the same way. Anyone can make a bag and sell it, sure. But as soon as I'd say, oh, how did you get started with these? Oh, I did everything for Katy Perry. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. I see it. And when they see the shapes and they see all the translation, it makes perfect sense totally absolutely it's so exactly you said like it's very hard to see it when you're in it oh my gosh and there have been some dark times dark times <laughs> listen Woo! I know I know Woo! it's it's rough but then that's part of the process it is it is right it's and necessary absolutely that's so cool like you can say look where I'm now it's so awesome I know and I never thought it would be here which is great you can't plan for this shit yeah no you can't and now we're in your studio so we're in Clinton Hill and I just want to like talk about what this place looks like it's so cute have you been living in the same apartment the whole time nine and a half years amazing and it's you guys okay so there's a striped black and white couch and wall and wall and matching wall right behind it mannequins with your clothes on it a palm tree a palm tree yeah what else disco Balls. Disco ball. Oh, a lot of gingham. Every photo shoot from like the years past. Yeah, on the on the walls. It's um, so cute. Okay, how about that? The Kardashian prayer oh candles. My gosh, how fun are those? Yeah, you have the entire family. I have the whole family. It's so good. Um, my friend Eddie, who I make a lot of clutches for, he came over to pick up a bunch of clutches one day, and he was like, "I brought you something." Like, I brought you the whole royal family. I don't know who to pray to first. Right. But <laughs> I just yeah. love, I love them all so it's much. every Kardashian girl as a prayer candle on a prayer candle. It's so good. So it's cute. Really I have fun. a Rihanna one. Okay. Because she's my queen. Okay. Do you light it? and I've never lit it. Sage at the same time. I need to. I need you to. Should, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So now, are you doing this all by yourself? So I had, I've had a rotating cast in here and for the last two years I had the same three girls working with me and it was incredible and this year kind of everything switched around and like my number one and two girls were they both had different opportunities come to them one moved to another state one um, now works on a tv show I'm so proud of my baby birds and I'm so excited for them 
it's been a tough transitional year because my orders have gotten bigger. Everything is growing like insanely. So now I have Miss Ariana who is over in my studio right now and I'm looking. So I'm looking for more girls. I mean, I work with a cutting factory. I work with my, I have suppliers, but I need bodies and I need really fun girls to be a part of my team. Okay. So what about living in New York? Obviously you wanted to be here Yes, and you love it. You're here for life. Um, I think so. You know, it's a love hate relationship that I'm sure you grew up here. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I don't see myself ever not living here at least part of the time. Listen, if I find a husband in LA and he wants to stay there and I want to stay here and we do the bi-coastal thing, that'd be great. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think I'll be here forever. I think I'll always have this apartment in some capacity forever. Oh, good. I really do. It's um, so cute. Do you hang out around this area? Uh, yeah, I do a lot of dinners around here. The food in this neighborhood is incredible. Um, do you have a favorite spot? Barbalinas on Myrtle is my jam. Good to know. That's my favorite spot, probably. Yeah, but like all the food around here is great. They have, we have great. It's like Epcot around here. You can get any. Oh Epcot, God! Good all, food from all around the world, right? Yeah. Who are you hanging out with? How'd you meet your friends here? You know your support system. Yeah. And all of that. A lot of my friends from college. We're all kind of spread out now. A lot of people are in California now. I feel like I feel like everybody is migrating. I don't know if you feel that way. No, your people are staying put. I'm. Yeah. Oh I'm, my God! All of my friends have like gone by, uh, gone like West Coast on me in really? the last like two years. Yeah. My best friend in New York right now, we've known each other since like middle school, but we all also went to Pratt together. And so she's around here and she's in graphic design. And I do like a lot of my friends kind of work in kind of the same field as me because we're all kind of doing a similar thing. And it's hard to relate to anybody that isn't working in this field right Mm -hmm. now because it's a hustle. And when I can say like, I'm sorry, I can't go out. I have to work like they get it. And I'm like, I hang out with a lot of people from like the stores that I work with. I'm good friends Mm -hmm. with a lot of different people from different stores that I work with, and that's fun. So how do you stay motivated? Because, right, it's a lot of work. It's constant. It's you're always on the job. Yeah. And well, especially when it's, like, my name. Like, you have to be on. It, it's funny. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, my God, it's like a job to be Julie Malo. Like, when I go into my pop-up shops, I'm like, oh, okay, time to be Julie Malo. And then, like, I clock out, and I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to put my sunglasses on and get on the subway and go home and, like, just be... Julie. Yeah, what's that like for you? I want to hear what that's like. Um, it depends what's kind of going on, but sometimes it's it's like a real thing. And then sometimes it's like if you're having a really good day and you and you're Julie Mall and you are turned up and you are like, yes, and you're having a great sales day, it's like it's the best thing in the world. And you don't want to turn that off. But when you're just like when things are going on behind the scenes and you still have to like sell that clutch and you're like, everything is great. And it's it's a thing, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> part of it. <laughs> wow. What are some of your hardest professional struggles now? So my business has made me kind of transition as a person. Like when I was in college, I was very much like a designer. I was I was interning at Betsy Johnson and Heather Rett and like those kind of places. And I was always wearing a party dress and heels. And I always had like glitter eyeliner on and everything was wonderful and everything was great. And nothing was like really a stress. I was in school, things were okay. And then you go out on your own and then you're transitioned into like a business person and you're not trained as one. So you kind of have to learn how to be a different part of yourself. And that's been probably the hardest thing professionally, just like over the last couple of years, it's like, it's not just, I'm not just designing anymore. It's like, I'm sending out invoices, I'm getting on the phone, I'm, you know, making catalogs, I'm doing all of that. And that's a whole different side of my brain to use. 
So it's like, yes, you have like the language that you use with buyers and then you have the language that you use with this. And that's been challenging. And I feel like maybe I don't see everything as rainbows and sunshine anymore because I've seen so much more of all different sides of business, not just like designing glitter bags and just working with glitter and wearing tutus. It's like I've seen so many other parts of it and have dealt with so many different types of people that it's like, oh, okay, that struggle is real. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand that. It's almost like you've become more like business woke. AF. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. So woke to business. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had to be. Of I mean, course. I've become a businesswoman instead of just a designer. Right. And that's been a, such a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. But it took that 10 years to get there. You know, like at first, it's like, oh my God, yeah, sure, I'll make you a tutu. And then it's like, oh, no, no, how do you market that tutu? How do you get it out there in the world? How do more people know about that tutu? And that's where... You know, you understand why people have giant teams and why every person needs a role. It's really hard to play, like put all those hats on. Because no one teaches you any of that. No. You and just... I, I went to art school. I didn't go to business school. And when I hear about creative kids now that are like, oh, I'm in business school. I'm like, you are brilliant. You are brilliant. Maybe my people weren't there at the time, but I didn't know that I was going to have to be a business person. Like I didn't plan on starting my business when Katy Perry started it for me she did a blog about me thousands of girls went to my website and were requesting clothing and I was like okay and I just figured it out and so that's been that's been crazy that's so interesting it's right it's turning your art craft into a business Mm -hmm. and And transitioning your brain around that right and not to only think from a creative lens artistically but from a creative lens business wise exactly yeah do you yeah yeah I'm just (laughs) like yeah I feel like I've had a lot of thoughts about that like Mm -hmm. with stuff that I do or even friends too who are like doing creative things and Mm -hmm. how do they blow them up how do they make them bigger and it's not so easy to cut through the noise anymore and how do you stand out amongst all the noise it's very hard it's very hard I just really think people need to just you know, you, you do your thing. And if you're confident about your thing and your product or your thing is good enough, it will get through. And you just have to stand by that. Even when it's really hard, if you're standing by your product and it is good enough, it will be. Mm-hmm. And it will cut through whatever it needs to. People will find it and it, it'll be great. That's so good to hear because it's so easy to feel down about that. Totally. But that's why I asked too, like, how do you persist in that turmoil? I think I just have never had a plan B. I'm not a plan B type of girl. I have always been a plan A. People are, well, what happens if you don't do that? And like, what about this? What about... I'm like, no, it'll just... It has to work out. It has to. So you just keep going. And if you don't have a plan B, you're forced to do it. And if that, if you want it bad enough and you work hard enough, it will happen. And I... I'm really confident about that. It's not like a luck thing. It's like if you like sweat it out and like the, whatever that book is with like the 10,000 hours or whatever, you know that book? No, I don't know it. But someone's, It's like a 10,000 hour theory. If you mm, put that into whatever you do, I don't know. Happen. But no, but happen. I, I think but you're I, right. You just have to work. It's a you, grind. It's a grind. Period. It, it's just, it's not easy. Right. Who inspires you? I like to say that like the reason I do what I do is because of Gwen Stefani. <laughs> oh my god, totally, I can see it. She's like the angel that I wake up to in the morning and like the moon that sets me asleep. Like, I love, I'm like a big, huge no doubt nerd, but yeah, Gwen is just my girl. Like, she used to make clothes when she was growing up, and I was in like third grade reading interviews about her in the Tragic Kingdom days. And I was like, well, if Gwen makes clothes, I want to make clothes. 
And that was like what really like planted the seed at such a young age. And I just love her. So it's that's funny. But I don't know. I'm inspired by everything. I mean. God, that's so funny. I yeah. don't know. Where is Gwen now? Oh my gosh, she's doing um, a residency in Vegas. And okay. I'm going in March. Oh, God. <laughs> of course. You have to like bring her. You have to bring her a crutch. I know. How I'm do you working on it. I'm okay. working on it. I gave her a shirt back when I had a line. Okay. But she does not have a clutch as of this moment. Okay. But she will. Wow, I love it. Okay, where can we see more from you? Oh my gosh, all over the internet. Um, Instagram what? at Julie Mollo, J-U-L-I-E-M-O-L-L-O, and that's juliemollo.com. I mean, I was just talking to Dolly about this. I'm on Twitter, but some someone has at Julie Mollo, so I'm at Fashionosaurus on Twitter. Google I think me. Instagram is yeah, such Instagram, an easy find place me. to find you. At Julie yeah. Mollo. Cool. Easy. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much oh my for gosh, thank you, having me in your home studio. Of course. I hope that I was of oh, inspiration. Totally. <laughs> it's it's just so good to remember that it is. It's a grind. You just it's can't a grind. Out. Yeah, it's a grind. No, have no plan B. Love that. I have no plan B. And yeah. I'm so happy I met you and like I'm gonna continue buying clutches till the day I die. Amen. Everybody should. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Julie. Thank you.